Why do I choose to work in an uninsulated cabin, even at freezing temperatures? Welcome to the Productive Introvert Community Podcast, helping ambitious introverts who feel deep down that they can add more value to the world to really thrive in their work. I'm Mariela Franker, and I'll be sharing what I'm learning as an introverted entrepreneur, a natural productivity coach, and a mom while I build my business online and take care of my family and myself. In this podcast, you'll learn the mindset and the practical steps to naturally increase the impact of your work while making space for your unique strengths as an introvert. Hi, it's Mariella. There's this very sad plant in here today. It usually lives on the porch, but because it's so cold, I put him in here to get through the winter. And it's looking very, very sad right now, but I'm sure it will be fine when spring comes. So it's winter here in the Netherlands, Dutch winter. <laughs> winter in the Netherlands is a little bit variable. Um, this morning it was freezing. There was ice on the windows. People were scraping it off uh, the car windows, which is a very typical sight in, win in winter here. And I think it was about one or two degrees Celsius. Right now, the sun is coming out which is also very common in winter and lovely. And it's about six degrees, so not bad. <laughs> but Dutch winter can be quite variable, right? It can be like nice and sunny one at one moment and pouring rain another moment. <laughs> um, so it, it goes all over the place during the day. And I think most of the time it's around five, five degrees. So, um, and it can dip down to like minus 20 is a bit of an extreme, but freezing temperatures and minus five are quite common, but even 10 degrees and, uh, and a nice sunny days are also quite common. Today, I thought I'd share with you, why do I choose to work in an uninsulated cabin, even at freezing temperatures? If you've ever been on a call with me or if you've watched the video version of this podcast you will probably recognize the space that i'm in this is my little office cabin at the back of my garden so this is where i spend most of my working hours this is where i do all of my coaching calls um, when i'm at home this is where i write um, and I spend a couple of hours a day, usually uh, almost every day here, working and thinking through stuff. But yeah, so this cabin is, it's basically a glorified um, garden shed. It looks a little bit like a sauna, even though it's quite large. I think you could fit, wow, uh, you could probably fit like six, two-person saunas in here so it's it's a decent space but the walls are about 10 centimeters thick it's basically a, a series of logs that are stacked on top of each other um, no insulation or anything they call them a blockhut in Dutch uh, and they're very common you will find them all over the country uh, as garden sheds so because it's not insulated it can get pretty cold in winter basically the inside temperature is the outside temperature so you will always see me bundled up you know I have my jacket on I have my my nice little 
warm vests and sweaters, sometimes even gloves when it's particularly cold. I do have an infrared panel underneath my desk. That one is a lifesaver. It's a kind of a heating system, but it works with infrared. So it doesn't actually heat the air very much, but it does heat my body <laughs> when I sit in front of it. it. Has a very short range, so about one to two meters. And when I, I sit right in front of it, my legs are nice and warm. And that really helps a lot to, to be able <laughs> to sit here for a couple hours uh, at a time. But yeah, so why? Because <laughs> people are always a bit surprised when they see me on videos, especially when I have my gloves on. They're like, oh, <laughs> where were you? What was going on for you that <laughs> you were like that bundled up? And why would you why would you sit out there? Because I have a house right there. My home is insulated and, and also heated. Um, so why? Why would I come out here and just go through that agony, so to speak. Well, the simple reason for me comes down to focus. There are a couple of reasons why I choose to work in a different location than my actual home. Um, and it all revolves around focus and the way that I perform during my peak hours. So I'll explain that a little bit. First of all, our son is three years old, right? So this is the stage where he has a lot of energy. He wants a lot of attention. Um, his favorite game to play is running. So he will jump out at any given moment in time and be like, mommy, let's run. <laughs> um, which brings other complications with it. But just the fact that he is like, he's a bundle of energy, right? Um, and inside the house, there is a lot of distraction, uh, not just because of, of you know, the, the toddler thing going on, uh, but also things around the house. I don't know if you have that, but if I'm sitting in anywhere in my, in my home at any given moment, things will jump out at me like, oh, I, I, I could do that, or, oh, I should do that. Um, there's dirty dishes, there's laundry, there's, I don't know, small remodelings. There's so many like things that will be like, boop, boop, boop. It's almost like notifications on the phone just going off <laughs> constantly. So my mind is always in like 10 different places when I'm in the house. I'm way more distracted inside my home just from doing the day-to-day -day stuff than I am um, in the cabin. And I think the main reason for that is because of this thing that we call priming, right? Priming kind of sets you up to do something under certain conditions. It's linked to the way the habits are formed. And having a particular space or a particular ritual that you do around certain activities, that, that can really help you to prime yourself to do certain thing. I like to work in a very intense focused state, but for very short periods of time. So I'll do one hour, two hours, maximum four hours of intense work. 
I cut out as many distractions as I can to really focus. And then I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> like after two to four hours of intense work, I'm depleted, basically. I'll save the activities that require a lot of thought and problem solving. I'll do those in, in my peak. So those are the four hours that I spend um, here. And I'll save the lighter, kind of less intense tasks and things to do. I'll save those for the afternoon. And I also like to put around the house uh, and, you know, play with my, my toddler. So that's how I section up my day. This cabin has actually always been my office <laughs> um, since we, we lived here. And we, we've been living here now for about five years. So from the very start of my coaching business, I claimed this space <laughs> to be my little office. Um, and there, nothing else happens here other than the things that I need to do my work and to to unleash my creativity around writing and, and creating um, other content and materials. So entering this space already gives me this, this feeling, okay, I'm ready, let's do it. Um, and that, that has to do with the fact that I'm primed to do my work in this space. So I'll have all the things around me that kind of help me to get into that flow state. Um, on the wall in front of me, I have little cards that people have sent me. I have um, like inspirational quotes, also milestones and goals that I have either written down or sketched out somehow on this wall. Over there is my little coffee area. So I have a little water cooker that I, I make tea and I make coffee. I think the same thing is true for my husband. He has his office inside the house. That space does what he needs. And we have our things around us that kind of help us achieve that focused and, and deep work state. My husband's office is much more subdued, I would say. Um, he has a couple of posters on the walls that he really likes, and that's it. Other than that, he has like some books and a stack of papers on his desk, but nothing else. And for me, it's a bit more, well, considerably messy, I'd say. So my little office cabin is really important to me in the sense that it gives me this safe space that allows me to, to work in a focused way. And I understand, like, first of all, not everyone has the luxury of having a, a, a cabin in their garden uh, where they can just work by themselves, uh, especially if you have young kids. So yes, I'm very, very fortunate to have this at my disposal and to be able to, to kind of come into my little creation cave, uh, so to speak, when I'm here. But the point that I'm trying to make is that doing focused work is something that we can create the conditions for um, and we have more influence over that than we think marie forleo she has a quote um, she says at any given moment you are either training yourself to be distracted or you're training yourself to be focused 
And I love, love, love that quote because focus is not something that you're born with, right? It's not something that you either have it or you don't. It is a skill set. And getting an idea of what conditions do I need to do focus work can really go a long way to helping you achieve that and to train yourself to be in that focused state. Think about what is like one simple thing that I could do that could help me to create the conditions for me to do some focus work. So that was just a little sneak peek into my little cabin and I hope it was helpful for you to think a little bit about what could help you. Have a beautiful flow today and let's talk again next week. Thank you for listening to the Productive Introvert Community Podcast. If you're an introverted entrepreneur and you're ready to thrive in your own way, then connect with me on thefrankermessage.com slash contact.